When you walk through a storm, hold your head up high and don't Hello and welcome to Wrestling Newspaper FM. You're listening to the Wrestling Newspaper Weekly. I am your host, Daniel. As ever, I am joined by Danny. And today, we're going to be discussing the big news from this week in wrestling. The AEW TV deal finally got announced. Danny, I have got a huge Ring of Honor show that's been confirmed that you might not know about to talk about. We're going to be talking about the new Japan Pro Wrestling Best of the Super Juniors. And unfortunately, we're going to have to give you all a Money in the Bank preview. Danny, how are you? Uh, I'm good, man. Good, thank you. Um, a little bit of apology has to go out this week to all of our listeners because um, due to work situations and personal life and stuff, I haven't really had a chance to watch much wrestling at all this week. Um been going for interviews for different places. I've been also doing my charity work um so we've been giving away money to local good causes and organizations um so it's a lot of work that goes on with the background of that so unfortunately this week's just been absolute madness so uh i haven't been able to watch as much wrestling as i'd like to watch but i uh, know you've got it covered yeah what what charity work have you been doing donny well, we part of a, a local organisation um, where basically we are a um, a group uh, a group of guys who raise money for various good causes and local charities, and we've been able to raise about four thousand um, pounds, two thousand of which we are given to a um, a charity that does events for people who are suffering with dementia, um, so it gets get them out of uh, usually living in uh, you know like old people's homes and supported living get them out of there get them into a, a social club that we'll hire out for the afternoon or the company smile tlc who put on all these events and they'll have a singer there and everyone can have cups of tea and sandwiches and generally just get them out for the day and you know give them a give them a, a, a little bit of a different uh, atmosphere for the day and um, another £2,000 has gone to a very similar charity, but someone who deals with um, old, lonely people in the area. We've also about to give them another £2,000 as well to go on and uh, plan some plan some days out, museums, um, visits, things like that. And you put that ahead of something important like wrestling. <laughs> I'm I know, joking, I Danny, know. I'm joking. No, yeah, great cause, Danny. It's a horrible illness, dementia in it. I've unfortunately seen it before. It's it's just sad, isn't it? But it is, and I know it's um, it's, it's a cause that's quite close to 
um, one of our friends, Sean's heart as well. So it's, um, I think it's all, you know, it's a, it's a very good course. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, Danny, I have been watching nothing but wrestling. Well, a bit of the football playoffs, obviously. However, as you all heard from something that Danny's been doing there, there's something we cannot start this show without touching on. Danny, what happened? You heard it at the start of the show. They'd never walk alone, <coughs> but the blue moon rose. Manchester City, champions of England, Liverpool, bottled it again. Eight points clear. Eight points clear at Christmas, at New Year. They'd won it. They were going to be the champions of England. The first time that Liverpool had ever won the champions of England. So, Danny, I'm going to have to ask you a very, very important question. Do you remember that time that Liverpool were the Premier League champions? <laughs> it, was the, it, it was the same year Everton were in Preston North End, wasn't it? Exactly, but that isn't important. We we are not glory supporters. These bastards are glory supporters, and they have not got any glory in terms of the Premier League. It is just a great time to be alive, Danny. You know, I'll I'll be dead honest with you. You you go on, we have a laugh on this on the show. And aside, I've got a lot of really good mates who are good Reds. They go to the game. Some of them go home and away, um, and they are pissed off themselves with tourists to the club because they if their mate wants to go. I mean, first of all, they've got a waiting list for season tickets as long as you are people who've legit been on it for ten years. So if you want to go to the mate, you, the match with your mate, you can't. You, you just cannot, at Anfield, you cannot get a ticket. Now, we're, we're last two or three years, we've been in a similar situation at Goodison. However, I do think it's I think it's easier. So my actual, I actually feel quite sorry for the the real Reds that go the games, that even if they're not season ticket holders, but they manage to get to Anfield as, as many times as they can. Um, unfortunately, um you know, for them, it was it's been a fantastic season, and you know, I wish Everton could do it, but uh, you know, I, I'm not, I can't honestly tell you that I wanted them to win the league. Yeah, well, Danny, you are surrounded by these nice Liverpool fans. So, to be honest with you, I have no problem with Liverpool fans from Liverpool who support Liverpool, and because of these tourists from places where I live, an hour away from Liverpool, who don't support their local team, they support. Liverpool, yeah, because of yeah. those, the good people of Liverpool, like you say, when I, I used to work in Liverpool briefly, Danny, and I'd speak to Liverpool fans and they'd be like, oh, it's pre- we've been priced out because because these people from out of town are willing to pay X amount for their tickets. They'll charge yeah. ridiculous amounts for tickets. But unfortunately, Danny, I am surrounded by these people. My Facebook timeline, I just see stuff like anyone able to get a ticket for the Champions League final. So basically, I have no problem with Liverpool fans from Liverpool. But to all you glory-supporting Liverpool fans, where's the Premier League title? Where is it? I can't see it anywhere. So I know if you're a wrestling fan, you're probably thinking, what is this guy on about? But I'm sorry, I have a lot of worry about these bastards winning this Premier League. <laughs> and they did, they did not win it. So on this podcast, we are celebrating this fact. If there's any loyal Liverpool fans out there, 
You didn't win the Premier League either, so fuck you too. <laughs> anyway, let's move on from this, Danny. I've really cheered myself up this morning. Blue Moon, Man City. <sighs> Sterling won the double. The Scouts has won fuck all. Right. AEW television deal confirmed this week, Danny. It's been weeks, months. People have been talking about when is this going to be confirmed? Who is it going to be? TNT. Four months after the promotion was first announced, AEW have revealed that TNT is their new television home. Danny, what are your thoughts on this? Obviously, I don't know much about TNT. They obviously, were, that's where WCW was. Um, what, what are your thoughts about it, Danny? Big move, big move? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm absolutely made up. We're, within this wrestling world, you want to have as many products available to you as possible. Um, I did not expect that AEW would get on a channel such as this. Um, it also shows a bit of a renaissance in terms of the actual perception of wrestling as well. And uh, that's a good thing. When British wrestling was running on television way back when, when that was cancelled in 1989 from on TV, the reason given was because it was too lowbrow. It was very much seen as for the uh, working class. Um, and the, basically people today that watch the Jeremy Kyle show or a lot of this trash day, daytime TV. It wasn't you sexy. Too. Yeah, um, it wasn't it wasn't sexy enough to advertisers, and um, they were going after a different kind of um, demographic, um, and the same happened with WCW. Um, when Eric Bischoff and Fusion Media, Media Ventures they had agreed to buy WCW, and what happened was that they'd obviously got to the final stages. And most people know the story, but they basically got to the final stages of the purchase. And we're told by, I think it was a guy called Jamie Kellner, who was in charge of um, time, um, I think it was, yeah, time, time, time Warner at the time. He didn't um, like wrestling. After, no, no. And again, that, that was the reason given. It was, the, it was very, it was thought of as lowbrow. Despite all these years of success and to, in terms of the attitude era and making money hand over fist, when it was making money for the Turner executives, a lot of people thought it was it was an inconvenient profit. Um, so to go from a position where the wrestling was basically kicked off the network, and obviously that's why Bischoff and Fusion Media Ventures didn't buy it, and Vince McMahon went on to buy the whole WCW name for $2.5 million, I think it was, and made more... On his first, made the money back on that on his first video release or DVD release of WCW branded matches than he did that he actually paid for the whole company. Um, so, um, go, going back to what we were saying, I was saying, sorry, this is a, a proper renaissance. It shows that wrestling is back in the mainstream. It's back among well liked amongst the. The, uh, the advertisers and Madison Avenue, um, people know that they can sell to mainstream sponsors and mainstream adverts on a channel such as this, TNT. So it's, it's, it's huge, huge news for them. Um, coupled with the fact that WWE have seemed to, in the same week, have taken a step down 
on the oh, oh. yeah. I was just about to mention that, Danny. BT Sports. Explain to our US listeners what actually is BT Sports. It, it's definitely not as accessible as Sky Sports is and certainly not as accessible as ITV. No, it, it's not. BT Sports is it's a, there's a couple of different cable providers or what you'd think of as cable providers in the UK. There's... Um, Virgin Media, there is um, BT, and there is Sky, which is the biggest, and there is also, um, uh, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm BT. Now, BT has a very limited package available, and um, both the BT Sport programmes are available for an additional subscription on the likes of Sky and Virgin and what have you. Um, they have made the name with UFC programming, um, the last couple of years, they have also um, obviously had the Premier League um, as well as a number of different, you know, football. Uh, I think they've had the Italian and the German. It's never seemed to move any of the numbers. Um, but it, it, it's not thought of. It's thought of as lesser than um, than Sky Sky Sports. Um, I don't know many people who've got it. I do. Well, I've, I mean, myself, I've got the full package on Virgin, but uh, but I think as well, a lot of a lot of the time you're talking to people who are fans of championship teams, and there's no championship football on BC Sport. The majority of people I know have it. However, it's still not as popular as having Sky Sports. Danny, everyone um, I know is a Liverpool fan. <laughs> They're all <that's>... Premier League fans, <laughs> <laughs> but. Obviously, they they also have the lesser uh, package on Premier League as well. What they have built the reputation up on the last two, three years is that they own the rights to all the European football, um, Champions League and Europa League. So a lot more people have bought since with, since then. And that was, it seems that while it hasn't been confirmed by WWE or by BC Sports or by Sky for that matter, as we speak, um, it, it does look like a deal is going to happen. The, the the shocking thing about that is that this is a, it's a thirty plus. I mean, since I've been watching wrestling near enough all my life, Sky have had um, the weekly the weekly shows, the WWF programming, the WWE programming, and they've ended the relationship, which I don't think is uh, coincidental. What's happened is obviously Vince McMahon's got this huge, huge TV deal domestically in the United States, and the new the, the new TV deal was coming up within within the UK. Now there's a difference uh, landscape at the moment. When the bidding went out for the new Premiership TV rights, I think it was last year. Both BT and BT Sports and Sky Sports have met previously before meeting with the Premier League and this going to bids. And they'd agreed that they the six different packages available for Premier League uh, Premier League matches, I think. So they'd agreed that they wouldn't go any higher than X amount. So while the Premier League was trying to force the price up, they're the two biggest um, televisors of it. And they said, we can only go, we'll only go up to X amount 
and we'll let them decide from there. So the Premier League didn't get what they wanted. Now, WWE have obviously gone in and asked for a lot more money. Um, and Sky in the past, they would always, the, the story was, they would always threaten the WWE with the Hearns matchroom. Um, Barry Hearn and Eddie Hearn, who promoted boxing, uh, snooker, darts, all sorts of ping pong they promoted, they promoted pool and the Moscone Cup. And what they were always known for was turning working men, men's pursuits into multi-million dollar deals and really building something up. And they were always, we, the rumour was that the WWE was always told if WWE programming moves from Sky, we will back the hands to start up our own wrestling federation, our own promotion. Now, the hands have just signed a huge, huge deal uh, in the in the United States, and they've got their own network. And I think it's a Dazen or Dazen D A Z N, um, a huge fight deal for like Anthony Joshua's fight over there. So they are primarily worried about that TV deal, not the TV deal that they've got with Sky. So I don't know whether that's played a part in it as well. Um, but it's certainly interesting times where within Europe now, TNT, if, if, if this all comes to pass and ITV are going to take up the weekly shows, they will have a higher potential viewership, AEW will, in the UK than WWE. Also, TNT is a is a it's a premier channel in the um, in the states as well on a big network. So to come out of the blocks before they've really even had the first show, and to be able to put all this together has obviously took months, if not years, of planning um, from the likes of the books and Cody. You can only say Tony the Khan family is. Um, has done one disclosing these deals, but you, you wouldn't think that this was this was a coincidence. I think conversations have happened over the course of the last year or so with the the relevant executives. So that's probably where I'll end it. Um, what, what, what's your opinion on it, Dan? Well, I think you've said everything that needs to be said, Donny. Um, I'm I just do, glad you go on a bit. To be fair, I'm just glad that the television deals are sorted. We don't have to hear about this T-shirt business bollocks anymore we can now forget about everything let's just crack on with the wrestling next week double or nothing starts and we can actually get into it feels like ages ago now that AEW got announced in like january right at the start of january so now we're getting into you know we're getting into it we're getting into it so i'm excited for it obviously it's going to be great come october when the television starts uh, smackdown will be moving to fox at that time so that should be a very exciting time um, but yeah, WWE going to BT, crazy, always been used to them on Sky Sports, but probably won't affect me and you, me or you that much as you've not been watching the WWE television for quite a while on a weekly basis and I myself after WrestleMania am just getting tired of it. I'd say this week is probably the first week, Danny, I haven't seen anything from Raw Smackdown. I just, I just can't be, can't be fucked with it. Uh, it, do you know what I mean? If they're not going to do any serious television, basically, I don't need to watch five hours and run SmackDown to know what's going on on this pay per view on Sunday. 
I don't need to. So why should I invest the time? I'm not going to anymore. As soon as WWE start putting on decent television that matters, that I need to watch, I'll be the first person to watch it. But until that point, I'm with you. I might watch the odd bit on YouTube. I might gloss through it on Sky Plus or whatever. But it's just... just it, it, it's, it speaks volumes, Danny. For the second week out of three, SmackDown had its lowest ever rating. So I, w- I wonder how this plays into um, AEW's hands. That they're coming in and starting the show at a time when WWE is at an all-time low in terms of Raw and SmackDown viewership. They must be rubbing their hands together, mustn't they? Yeah, but it's one of the things, though, but you don't know. Are people just stopping watching wrestling, or is it just a sick of WWE? I think it's more the latter. It's just... I can't explain it. I don't even think, Danny, the show is that much different to a year ago. People say, oh, it's absolutely terrible now. I think it's been bad for a while, but it's just getting to that point where it's just... There's no need to watch it. I can't explain it. There's just something that soured me on it, and I don't know what it is. You know me, Danny. I would watch. Even, we're talking a couple of months ago, I'd be getting up to watch Raw and SmackDown at, like, 6am before I went to work, and something has just gone, and I'm just, I don't know, just, I don't know. For me, me the thing is, I I, I can pick up pay-per-view to pay-per-view, and the... The the highlight reel before a match tells me all I need to know because that two-minute video that airs before a match goes on saves me, if we say, four weeks. That's Christ alive. That's, what, 20 hours of wrestling that I, I, I would have to watch to be up to date the storylines of, of a pay-per-view. Um, so that two-minute video condenses it all for me. And I can feel... I don't feel particularly sad. I don't think I never ever hear somebody say to me anymore, "You should have seen that match on Raw last night," or "You should have seen that match on SmackDown." Now they may well talk about "You should have seen that promo," or "You should have seen the way they done this." No, but Danny, that's for me it where never... it stops. I don't hear yeah. that anymore. When was the last time? What was the last great segment on Raw or SmackDown? Really, really, what was it? Do you know what I mean? There's nothing that's... St- I remember back in the day, this for me is... what, Like like you say, Danny, like, I don't think the matches on Raw, SmackDown, they've never really been, like, world-class matches on the television show. Well, the, but- yeah, SmackDown had the, had the time, and then you look at a lot of speciality Raws where I think there was, you know, there's been big matches. But you're right, in essence, they've been... Um, you know, they, they've certainly been few and far between. When it comes down to it, you're not going to watch a weekly TV show where when one week ends, it doesn't leave you wanting to know what happens the following week. If you're not taking it as a wrestling show, any TV show, if I watch, I don't know, if I watch something on Netflix, right, and I watch episode three, and episode three finishes, as this happens, everyone who's listening, this will probably happen to episode three will finish and you'll be like, oh, I wish I had time to watch episode four now. Oh, should I stay up a bit later and watch episode four? I want to find out what happens. When Raw finishes, nobody thinks, oh, I want to know what happens next week. It's just, 
it's like they're going through the motions. They're like, well, we'll do this. We'll have a contract signing. We'll have him put her through a table. Well, him put him through a table. Something will happen. It's just stuff they've been doing. They're just going through the motions. They're on autopilot. I don't have time for it. They can do one. Um, but yeah, SmackDown, lowest rating since two weeks ago. I'm sure they'll have another low rating. But Danny, fuck WWE for the next five minutes. We're going to have to talk about those bastards after this. So let's quickly. Danny, did you hear what Ring of Honor announced last night? I didn't. I was in bed relatively early and... As soon as I've woke up, I've spoken to you. Well, Ring of Honor, Danny, have announced a summer supercard the weekend of SummerSlam in Toronto. It was announced the summer summer card, I'm reading this in case nobody can notice, will take place at the Matami Athletic Centre in Toronto on Friday, August the 9th, two days before SummerSlam. The show will include wrestlers from Ring of Honor, New Japan, CMML, CMLL, and the NW- the NWA. Brilliant. Um, summer Summer Supercard will air live on Honor Club. Um, so yeah, Danny. Two days before SummerSlam, the night before NXT Takeover, Ring of Honor are doing their best to make these WWE weekends into wrestling weekends, which is great uh, to see. Uh, it is, and I believe. Did you say it was the Matami Athletic Center? Uh, yeah. Right. If I'm correct here, I'm just double-checking. I'm pretty sure that used to be Maple Leaf Gardens, um, which is a, I've actually been to. It's a huge ice hockey arena. Um, it is. It is. It's Maple Leaf Gardens, so it's where the... Um, oh, it, it's, it's where the Toronto... Um, team plays what the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs um ice hockey team is so it's it, it's a big arena that 15,000 um, yeah yeah I, I would say I, I, I don't know the figures but I would say it was around that size um 15,728 so, now Danny do you know what just sprung into my head while I'm thinking about this mm. G the G1 is the G1 final not that weekend so they're not going to have access to a lot of the new Japan talent, are they? Do you know what I mean? If the G- I'm pretty sure the G1 is around that weekend. It's usually around SummerSlam. Hang on, just let me check. Uh, oh, we're too far away to check, Danny, but I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that that's the case. So they won't have access to new Japan talent. So they might. I don't know. It'd be interesting. We had that debate, didn't we, that Madison Square Garden only sold out because of New Japan. I guess we will find out. I could be proved wrong. It wouldn't be the first time. Let's have a look now. I've got it up. Yeah. Whoa, that is a big weekend, Danny. Oh, there is a lot of wrestling. So we've got the Friday night. Listen to this, wrestling fans. The Friday night, we have got ROH Summer Supercard. The Saturday morning... We have got the G1 finals night on the that's a Saturday at Budokan. Um, that, it's obviously two nights. Um, then So that's a Saturday morning. So we've got Friday, Ring of Honor. Saturday morning, New Japan, G1. Saturday evening, TakeOver. Sunday morning, the actual finals of G1. Sunday night, SummerSlam. 
And then Monday morning is day three of the finals of G1. So we've got three New Japan shows that weekend, a Ring of Honor show, SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver, six huge wrestling shows that weekend. Oh, Switching shit. Out, and it's the uh, opening day of the Premier League season. <laughs> right. Uh, the, 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 I think that week I'm basically just going to be full of monster. There's no other way. <laughs> I'm just having a look tonight as well. The other wrestling that's going on around that time is Smash Wrestling is a big thing up in um, in Canada. So they're doing a joint show with Progress. Um, they are, on, aren't they? On the Wednesday, um, the Thursday, WXW over there and hold one of their ambition shows. Also on the Thursday, Progress Wrestling are doing another one. The Friday, WXW are doing their Toronto, their main Toronto show, um, and that's the. And then there's um, another Smash Wrestling, one of their big events, uh, the Super Showdowns on. So, the amount of wrestling and football that's going to be on that weekend is absolutely. Yeah, prepare Remember, yourself. You're doing the review shows, Danny, so I don't know what you're getting excited shit. about. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that, that is for August, though. At the time being, we're still in We're in a phase of massive wrestling weekends. Um, obviously, Money in the Bank is this weekend. We're just going to quickly... Now, normally we do a big review of 205 Live, but as Danny said at the start of the show, he has not been able to watch this week's show. Um, I, myself, I did... Attempt to watch 205 last night. Um, there was, it was a, from London, wasn't it? Yeah, it was from the O2 Arena in London. We got a fatal four way match, Danny, between Jack Gallagher, Humberto Correa, James Drake, and Mark Andrews. Um, I'll just quickly touch on it. It was a, it was a good match, it was exactly what you'd expect. Loads of spots. Um, the crowd didn't care at all until Jack Gallagher brought out his umbrella. Uh, did a top rope dive with that umbrella at the crowd where this is awesome on the feet, loving life. Um, but typical 205 lad, they played into the story and the match ended with Korea getting a schoolboy on Jack Gallagher for the win and the two shake hands after the match. Um, the main event was Tony Nice versus El Ligero and Danny. As I said to you before the show started, this match... I'm going to touch on it again. Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, for people who don't know, I've been watching the New Japan Best of the Super Juniors all damn week. I've watched some great wrestling, some beautiful commentary from Kevin Kelly, even Caprice, who is one annoying bastard, but he is one lovable, annoying bastard. So, I'm watching Tony Nese versus El Ligero. I've not watched WWE in a few weeks. So, I'm watching El Ligero from Leeds. Shout out to Leeds, by the way. Great performance the other night. El Ligero from oh, Leeds. Bastard. Couldn't help it. Sorry, Neil. El Ligero from Leeds. So, he's in this match. I'm thinking, right, this should be a good match. Nigel uh, just, Mc... just, just to say, he's just Ligero now. El Ligero from Leeds. <laughs> um, what, is he just Ligero? Yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't trademark El Ligero because it's the bull. It's just Spanish, so uh, she, he's just he's just bull. Oh fuck off! El Ligero is facing Tony Nice, right? And so what happens? So Nigel McGuinness, Nigel McGuinness. I like Nigel McGuinness. He's clearly instructed to talk like an idiot. But so Nigel McGuinness tells me 
he tells the listener that Ligero, for you, Danny, Ligero was bullied at school. He was bullied at school. And why was he bullied at school? Because he had always dreamed of being a sports entertainer. Not a wrestler. No, no, no. Ligero, the young lad from Leeds, had dreamed of being a sports entertainer. No, I am not sitting and watching this shit. If WWE repeatedly want to tell me that I should be embarrassed for being a wrestling fan, that they're embarrassed for being a wrestling company, they're sports entertainment, they can do one. Uh, there is enough great wrestling about that I will watch that. So I'm watching 205 Live, which I enjoy watching. I was in a bit of a mood last night as it was, because I just watched a terrible Portsmouth Sunderland match from this shite on commentary i'm not putting up with it so danny i turned it off they want to be embarrassed by wrestling i won't watch their wrestling see you later and that is your 205 live recap for this week so um are you looking forward to money in the bank New Japan, best of the super juniors. Um, so here's what people need to watch. I have actually been, I've written a review for each show. I've taken notes on every show thinking we could discuss it. But Danny was too busy raising money for great causes. So I'm just going to run through some of the matches that I think people should watch. Day one, show versus Shingo Takagi. Now, Danny, show. We, we've said that he could be a star. He is pretty much separated, it looks like, from Rapungi 3K. He comes out, Danny, and he doesn't even look like show. If I put the picture up a show, you'd be like, is that show? He's got, really? a short, he's got a short back and sides. He's dyed his hair black. He's got new ring gear on. He's got a new theme song. He looks great. He's got a great... Um, you know what Becky Lynch was going with, the black and yellow at WrestleMania? Yes. It's like that, but just with trunks and boots, obviously. But yeah, it looks great. It's clearly like a new a new show. And this match, Danny, show versus Shingo, was absolutely unbelievable. One of the best matches. Uh, it was, um, I can't say it's one of the best matches of the year. It's up there. It really is up there. It's a really great match. Um, you need to go and see this match, Danny. They stole the show. It was just a brilliant match. Shingo... Shin Shingo's so good, isn't he? I mean, this is this isn't. I remember seeing Shingo for ROH. I think it was two thousand six, two thousand seven. Yeah, he was in a when tag he, team, weren't he? With that, was it yeah. a Doi or some Doi? He faced the, the Briscoe brothers. Naruki Doi. Um, That's the one. And they looked outstanding then as young men. As the years have gone on, he's just become better and better and more well-rounded. Uh, I love watching a, a Shingo match. Because he, he, as I say, he is he's an all rounder. He, he can do a, a little bit of everything. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad for him at the moment that he's actually getting the spotlight put on him, which he deserves. Yeah, I'm, my prediction, Danny, before was Shingo Osprey final. Still hoping that happens, but yeah, Shingo. I think Shingo should become the uh, junior heavyweight champion. Have a really long run with the belt. They can do a long story where Show can never quite beat him put the belt on show at Wrestle Kingdom or whatever, and then I really think Shingo, in a year's time, should be in the heavyweight division. I really want to see him mix it up with the likes of Okada, um, 
Tanahashi even it'd just be I think he will be in that main event heavyweight scene in a year or two but for the time being he can help rebuild this junior heavyweight division that has had people ripped out of it such as Kushida such as obviously Hiromu who we're hoping is coming back but this is like a bit of a re-emergence for the junior division you've got Sho you've got Shingo Ishimori Dragon Lee obviously Will Ospreay is moving up to heavyweight you would sink think after this tournament but yeah go and watch show versus shingo um i've literally watched every match danny i've watched some of the matches i've watched flipping out i've watched takamichi noku versus tiger mast kanemaru versus teton um so yes yeah, so day one was headlined with ishimori and dragon lee they really struggled danny to follow up after the show Shingo match, um, it was still fine. Um, it wasn't as good as their match at the Wrestling Dontaku show the other week, but it was can still I, okay. Can, sorry to interrupt you. Can I ask, what was Ishimori's performance like? Um, not, not him versus Lee, but what, what was his personal performance like? He was all right against Dragon Lee, but Marty Skull, oh, Danny, this Marty Skull match. So for people who yeah. don't know, I put I've this seen on, the seeing the clip, like yeah, I put the the clip on Twitter. This Mark on paper, Marty Skull versus Ishimori. I thought mm, this is going to be good. And Marty Skull actually, Danny did. You know when he comes into a match and he's pissing about and all that stuff. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. doing it. He was actually serious. And I thought, oh, we're going to get a really good match here. And I was really enjoying the match first five minutes. And then Ishimori, he was just wasn't himself. He's slipping on the top rope, and then he slips. I think he slipped twice on the top rope. He nearly dropped Marty Skull on his head. And I'm watching this match and I'm thinking, what is up with Ishimori? This is not, he's a great worker, Ishimori, normally. Um, he nearly killed Marty Skull when he dropped him at like a tombstone attempt. That was really awkward to watch. But yeah, Danny, I'd, I'd almost recommend people. I'm talking to Neil last night and I said, Neil's catching up. I said, Neil, go and watch this Marty Skull Ishimori match. It's a very strange match. Well, I, I've, I've got to be honest with you, I've got a friend who watches pro wrestling Noah religiously and it has done for a number of years and I remember bits and bobs of Ishimori I, you know from, from back in the day when I used to watch and so, so I basically I reached out and I said when Ishimori had come back to New Japan um, I, I'd asked him you know how's he doing how are things because I hadn't seen him for maybe two years in any way shape or form and especially in a regular I might see the odd match and he told me um, that Ishimori will go through a couple of months of having some really fucking dreadful matches. Um, so for 10 months of the year, he's fantastic. He is, as we know him to be. And then for about six to eight weeks, he'll just, he'll, he'll just drop off completely and he'll have poor match after poor match after poor match. So it's interesting that this obviously this Marty scale clusterfuck happened, and then I was interested to know about the Dragon Lee match whether this was one of these curves that curves that he seems to hit. But obviously, he, he, he said you said he, he seemed to do quite well against Dragon Lee. Well, it Danny, it was one of them right because he was that drained from this this Shingo um, show match was the semi main, and it went like nearly half an hour. It right. was like it was dead. You know, one of the matches that just takes it out of you, yeah. And the Ishimori Dragon Lee match was one of them that you're watching that you're not properly invested in, 
but you feel like you're watching it and you can recognise they're doing good work, but you just can't get into it. So I wouldn't assess it and say, oh, it was a really good match. But mm. it it was nowhere near in the leagues of the match at Wrestling's on Taku. But it seemed okay. But I'd say at that point, I'd watched, what, four hours? I'd watched a classic match in Shingo and Show. So I didn't think there was much wrong with the Ishimori-Dragon Lee match noticeably. But I'll say, that Marty Skull match, Danny, was... It was put this way, they went 22 minutes and on grapple, it got an average star rating of about two and a half stars. Do you know what I mean? So it's that just shot. Yeah. You're on the Undertaker Triple H level of going 25 minutes like they did it, what was it, King of the Ring in 2002, and they had a terrible match. But yeah, so anyway, I'm just going to quickly run Danny through, um, through, through some other stuff people might watch. So if you're watching, if you really want to catch up, I've watched the first three days, right? Save yourself some time. Just watch the show versus Shingo match from day one. And that's all you really need to watch. Now, day two, this was full of really, really good matches. There wasn't a bad match on the show. Um, now, a match that stood out for me a little bit, surprisingly, was Rocky Romero had one of the best matches I've seen him in against Robbie Eagles. Um, that was really impressive. Robbie Eagles looked good. Rocky Romero looked good as well. So don't skip over that match um, if you're more into the flippy stuff. Bandido and ELP had a match, which was it was more of an exhibition match. It wasn't a it wasn't a match you need to go out your way to see. If you're into all that stuff, you might enjoy it. It was more of a gymnastics exhibition. It was fine. Uh, Will Ospreay had a it was a fine Will Ospreay match against Bushi. But the one match from the show you need to go and see, Danny, which was surprising for you when I told you it was Taguchi versus Yo. Now this match main evented, which was surprising. But the commentators explained that they were both from the area, which is, I think it was in Sendai. So that was why this main evented. They both went out right. to have a great match, and they did. I gave this match four stars. I thought it was, I'm not really the biggest Taguchi fan, but he showed that he can go in this match, Danny. It was really, really good. So, Well, to, to be honest with you, I, I can't remember the last time I've, I've looked at Taguchi and was like, wow, or even just impressed. He's just always been, for what seems to be for a very long time, he's always been Taguchi. I think you've got to go back to the days of the um, his feud with Finn Balor to actually, or Prince Devitt at the time, um, to actually appreciate what he can do because he's always been hidden behind a certain gimmick. There was the, the feud with um, Suzuki as well. But even then, that didn't show him at his best. So I'm at, you know, it's 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 pleasing to hear that he's come out of himself a little bit and had this match. And I didn't realise that it was a hometown sort of match, you know. So I, I'm glad that it's happened. I'll have yeah. to definitely have a watch of that. But you probably watch it and you're like, "What was Dan on about with that match?" But yeah, so I <laughs> I gave it four stars. Um, but obviously, I was thinking. Obviously, the night before, I said everyone was talking about show. So, obviously, Yo was probably thought to himself, flipping it, everyone's talking about, show, I want to go out there and show people what I can do and why I'm not I'm not taking a back seat to someone. So, do you know what I mean? I think there was also that involved with it. I'm just going on my phone, Danny, to see what they gave it on Grapple. Maybe I was just completely wrong. Uh, so, Grapple, uh, Taguchi versus Yo, 73 people have given a star rating and the average is 3.6. So, yeah, so they, they sort yeah. of agree, mate. It's over three and a half stars. Um, so I I just really like I think more for me, I was surprised 
that it was so good. So I was a lot more into it. So yeah, day two, if there was one match you want to go and see, it's Taguchi versus Yo. Now, day three, um, obviously it had the dreadful Marty Skirl Ishimori match. Um, it had a match, Daddy, which I think you'll like. It was a very, it was probably about eight minutes long. It was Jonathan Gresham versus Takamichi Noku. And this match was basically, it was just all submission-based. It was like, they were just grappling, out there grappling for about eight minutes. It reminded, first thing that comes to mind when I'm watching it is blood sport. This was like a blood sport match. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was a good match. Um, so yeah, go, go and check that out if you're a fan of that sort of style of wrestling. Um, don't watch the Tiger Mask versus Katamaru match. Um, main event for me was the best match on of the three days. I loved this match. I thought people don't disagree with me. People do disagree with me. Sorry, because I've seen that the show Shingo match is the highest rated match from the opening three days. However, show versus Dragon Lee, they must have gone half an hour or so. And I, the match starts straight away, a fast striking exchange, right? So they're exchanging punches, right, for the first 30 seconds of the match. Full pelt, full pelt. And Kevin Kelly says, oh, if they carry on at this speed, the match will be finished in a couple of minutes. Then they start working on each other, taking out the knee. 10 minutes in, they do another striking exchange, but a bit slower. 20 minutes in, they meet up again in the middle of the ring. Another striking exchange, but really a lot slower. And by the 30th minute of this match, just before the finish, they have another striking exchange, Danny. And it's literally like it's in slow motion. So they're telling the story of how much the match just took out of them. I just, I can't do this match justice. It was mm. absolutely brilliant. For me, a match of the year contender, I went four and three quarter stars on this. I absolutely loved it. I've not seen that much praise for it, actually. But I don't know if that's just because maybe not that many people are actually watching. Um, maybe so. It got I, I think... I think what you tend to find is people tend to um, become more interested towards the latter stages of the um, of the blocks. Um, so that's maybe, as you say, pe- people haven't, the, the mass audience hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, so that's it. So if you're going to watch three matches from the opening three nights of the Best of the Super Juniors, you want to watch Shingo Show from night one, Taguchi versus Yo from night two, and night three, Dragon Lee versus Show. So they're the three matches I would recommend people to watch. Now, the last thing we're going to talk about on this show is the show that everybody can't wait for this weekend. Um, to be honest with you, it's actually a pretty decent card. Um, I'm sure they'll ruin it somehow, but it is that time of the year. It's money in the bank, Danny. Usually one of the better WWE pay-per-views. I myself am not a big fan of these branded pay-per-views. Oh, it's Hell in a Cell in a month. We'll have to throw in a Hell in a Cell match. Oh, it's TLC. Let's put Baron Corbin in a ladder match. Um, but it's money. It's no, it's you know what I mean. That's what they do. <laughs> they don't help themselves. Um, for someone who plan in advance, they shouldn't be forced to have shows like that. It should just for me, Danny. It should just be January Royal Rumble, February No Way Out, April WrestleMania, end of April Backlash. May Judgment Day, June, do whatever the fuck they want, July Vengeance, August SummerSlam, September Unforgiven, October No Mercy, November's Survivor Series, December's Armageddon, see you later. Don't need a great balls of fire and all that shite. So, Money in the Bank 2019. Um, Danny, we'll start by talking about your excitement for this show. How will you be watching this show? 
Um, probably my pants. Um, my excitement. I'd, the very rarely do I get excited for a, for a pay per view like this. Um, the last pay per view like this I got excited for uh, on the scale was probably Money in the Bank two thousand and eleven. Um, oh, scene of this punk. Um, but my, 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 I'll go into that. And sometimes they can be really good cards, and sometimes they can be not so great cards. I go in with no level of expectation. Um, and whilst I can see some really, really what could be good matches on the card, I don't expect them to be good matches. Because, because it's WWE? It, no, no, not because it's WWE. Because it's one of the smaller pay-per-views. Um, that way, when there is a good match, like there was at, um, what was the pay-per-view before Mania? Elimination Chamber, was it? Yeah. You know, when, when there was... I think the uh, when Kofi come good in that match, and that really shocked everyone. So I was pleasantly surprised by it. So I go in with very low expectations. Usually I come out disappointed, but there's the there's the odd ex- uh, exception. Um, looking at the cards, and I can't see. Yeah, I don't like scrambled matches. That's well known, and Money in the Bank is, uh, you know, the, um, by its very essence, a scramble match. But they haven't fucked about with the card too much in terms of the the rest of the card. So I think it it, it certainly shows a lot of positive signs. The only pay-per-views I, I look forward to or get excited for are the big four. Um, this is one of the big four. Sorry to interrupt you. It's not. It's the no, big four. It is anyone, will, anyone who regularly watch the arena will say Money in the Bank's pretty much taken the place of Survivor Series. Survivor well, Series is nothing now. I was referring to the original Big Four. Um, yeah. So I, I've got to I've got to be honest with you that I'm not going in with a great deal of expectation. Um, so if it's good, it's good, which let's hope it is. Um, but yeah, I've got to be honest with you. Looking at the cards, I, like I'd like to see Elias. Come, I mean, we'll probably go through it in a bit more detail, but I'd really like to see Elias come out and do something because, let's be honest, uh, all he's been doing is come out to a great reaction, um, get a load of heat um, or get a load of audience reaction, like should we say, not heat, and then get fucked over by someone. And he's yeah. done it, but he's, and it's gone on so long now, but the fans are still, they're still giving him that reaction. So in this singles match with with Roman, I'd love for him to actually come out and actually show what, he, what he's got about him and, Maybe have a fifteen-minute match, or just just to show something more than that side of him. Yeah, but you have to be able to wrestle to do that, Danny. This guy is—he's a bum in the ring. He's a bum. He, he's not a good worker. I've watched—I probably watched about fifty Elias matches. He's no good. He's no good. No good at all. I watched him have a twenty-minute match with Seth Rollins. If you can't have a good twenty-minute match with Seth Rollins, you've got a problem. I watched him have a match live at the MEN, whatever you fuck you want to call it these days. Um, Elias against I think Dolph Ziggler when I was at Raw in November. It was absolutely terrible. This guy is a stinker in the ring. Yeah, he's great on the mic, but if you can't work, nah, mm. you're just another Santino Morella as far as I'm concerned. Santino Morella think, is better in the ring than Elias, so I shouldn't say I, that. I think because he's such a good carrier, character, you're willing him 
you're willing him to improve, aren't you? You know, it, it, it's a, I'd like to see him come out and put a good performance in. I think if he doesn't start doing that in the next, between now and SummerSlam, then there's going to be serious, there's going to be serious issues because that, that reaction and that from the audience, that's not going to stay, is it? You know, it will eventually die off. Now, the other thing you can you can look at and say is somebody who's getting that reaction, who's not great in the ring, if they're not improving as time is passing, then do you actually make the point of saying, well, you know what, this guy could actually make a really good leader of a stable, um, somebody who can get in the ring when necessary, but is actually a mouthpiece for a couple of guys that aren't good at speaking. And to get them over, I know the day of the manager is is past, and you know it, it. But look how I think Leo Rush has been a, a highlight of Bobby Lashley. Um, I, I'm more, I'm more excited about seeing Leo Rush than I am Bobby Lashley. Yeah, but Danny, that doesn't matter. What What does it matter if you go out in the ring and deliver amazing microphone work? What does it matter? At the end of the day, if you're not willing to carry someone's water, you ain't shit in the WWE world. You need to be able to carry these pros' water, otherwise everyone will turn on you like little bitches. So, yeah. Leo, we love you, lad. Um, yeah. Do you know what? I've, I actually I was looking over an old CCW match a couple of weeks ago um, that Leo Rush was involved in. Um, kid's got so much talent. He's great. I, I think he's... I think... I'm not one to 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 be the you know the, the smarky fan who says about carrying water, but but if you cheeky come if if he'd have gone to the likes of an ROH, a CMLL, a, a New Japan, even over to pro wrestling, Noah, um, can't forget how young he is. He'd I think he'd have been released a little bit more. And learnt a little bit more, and just he'd grown his fan base as well. And the people who watched him in CCW and on the Indies maybe don't watch him as much anymore because he is just a manager um, to a great degree. But Danny, he's absolutely spectacular in the ring. Send him back to Two All Five Live as their top heel. He was a babyface on Two All Five Live. Yeah. I think. Send him back to Two All Five Live. You, they wanted Enzo to be in that role, didn't they, a year ago of, like, the great talker. Do you know what I mean? Send Leo Rush over to 205 Live, have him be the heel champion. Uh, do you know what I mean? If you're not going to do shit with him on the main roster, then yeah, the, just the do same, that. The, there's certainly options, isn't there? You know, you, you could even look at uh, sending him on a, a type of excursion and send him out to NXT UK. Um, oh, fucking you know, hell. I don't hate he, him that, that much. Don't send him to that shit. No, but... Well, there's people there he can work with, isn't there? You know, the likes of Mark Andrews, if him, him and Mark Andrews is to get like a, a longer run or, or certainly a longer running feud going, um, you, you feel like they'd be able to bounce off each other quite literally. Danny, I've got a big tin in front of me for some reason on this table of Dulux dusted fondant paint. At this point in time, I would sooner stare at that for 20 minutes than watch Mark Andrews in a one-on-one match. That's how much I'm bored of seeing him. Um, 
he's a good worker, but he needs a bit more character. But anyway, we'll leave a Mark Andrews discussion mm. for another time. Danny, I'm going to go and get myself a lovely cold can of Fanto, Fanto, Fanta Zero. Can you just tell us who you think is going to win the Roman Reigns Elias match? Well, while you enjoy your Fanto, um, I, I think really there's only one result, isn't there? There's, well, maybe two results. Either Roman Reigns wins clean or Elias wins dirty. Um, and I think I'm going with the former. Roman Reigns still on a, still on a, uh, a crusade to get over the... Big bastard who's talented and he's not he's not cultured, I don't think is probably the right word. He, he he's certainly not the finished product, although he's had such opportunities. I, I can't say that pushing him so far has hurt him is gonna hurt him in the long run. But I can only see as I said, a Roman Reigns cleans win or an Elias Dirty win. I'm back. Are you plugging your merch again? Um Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, so I'm guessing you said Roman. Uh, yeah, Roman is winning this match in probably a pretty bad match. Right, speaking of bad matches, The Miz versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. Excellent. Danny, are you excited for this one? I am, I really am. Um, <laughs> oh, no. it's, I, I love The Miz. Um, oh. And Shane O'Mac, the boy can fly off and the book. Boy takes a bump off a fucking helicopter. Um, yeah, I, I am looking forward to this. It's it's a bit of a silly story, but it is a story, and it's going to have a start, a middle, and the end. Um, and I think probably uh, that end will be at SummerSlam. Um, I've I've enjoyed the interaction between the two. I like listening to both of them speak. The clips that I watch on YouTube where they built everything up. I enjoyed the match at WrestleMania. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do in the confines of a 20-foot high steel cage. Great. So they actually have to wrestle in the ring this time. That should be good. Um, Danny, who's winning? Um, I, I honestly... I, I, I try and let things play out in front of me rather than, than look at who's winning. However, if I had to guess, I'd say that Miz gets the win um, back on Shane. Yeah, I know you don't like predictions, but I, no, I, I, no, I, I like to give I, him in this prediction show. I re- I realised that uh, I thought it was a preview show. Um, I uh, I realised that I'm the weird one in this situation. Um, I try not to make predictions. I try not to think too much about the matches because I I like to see what transpires in front of me. Yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. I know we don't give a flying fuck who wins, but there's loads of marks out there who will start crying if a certain wrestler wins. So, including me, if I see people crying about something, I'll jump on it and stir the pot. Um, yeah. So, Danny, I think the Miz will win because Shane McMahon got a win at WrestleMania, and WWE love evening things up. Um, Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe U.S. title match. We was hoping to get this match at WrestleMania. Instead, Mysterio was carrying an injury, so the match went, what, about a minute? Um, If they're given time, it should be good. But unfortunately, Danny, I don't know if you've seen anything. This feud has basically been all about, I can't believe I'm saying this, 14 years later after the Mysterio-Eddie Guerrero match, it is centered all around Rey Mysterio's son, Dominic. So I think Joe will... um, 
lose this match as he has been beaten, as he's beaten Ray twice already on pay-per-view. So I think Ray Mysterio will win the match. Joe will attack Dominic and Mysterio after the match while they're celebrating the win or something for me. Yeah, I think I like I think I think Joe can he can certainly hold a good mid-level feud. Um and I think going into did did uh, he have a confrontation with Braun Strowman this week? Have I read that correctly? Um, Didn't watch it. Right. Okay. Um, so I, I think I think you know Joe's one of them. As I say, you can have a good mid mid card feud and tell a story and be a hard ass. And if necessary, you can go up to the main events and put on a big match kind of feel, like a good match type of feel. So. I would like to see the US title stay on Joe. However, I do tend to agree with you. They will go for the feel-good kind of um, kind of situation and get uh, get Ray over. Um, so we'll see, we'll we'll see where it goes. Tony Nice, Aria Davari cruiserweight title match. I can only see one result here. Tony Nice. Yeah, same here. It's just a thrown-together feud, I think, pretty much. Do you know what I mean? Just, I don't know. It's just, I think Tony Nese is going to go on to bigger and better things. Um, I think, I can't see anything. But this is just there to give Tony Nese a first defence. Oh, Danny, I'm looking at this and I can see the words Daniel Bryan and pre-show in the same sentence. Ugh. Daniel Bryan, 14 months after his triumphant return, finds himself on the pre-show of a WWE, as Danny said, B-level pay-per-view. Um, Danny, do you want to talk about this? Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan versus the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team titles on the pre-show. Well, as a match, I'm looking forward to it because I like all four participants. Um there's there, there should be a lot of good spots with Rowan and the Usos because of his size. Daniel Bryan, of course, just uses class. So in terms of the match, I'm really, really looking forward to it. I'm hoping to see an Usos win and an Usos title win. And maybe the start of the crumbling of the Rowan Bryan that Bryan sort of relationship, or at least the, the cracks may start to appear, might be completely wrong. I think this is a classic case of after the injury situation with the, where Brian was out, I think it's very much a case of cooling him down before they heat him back up. Um, I hope that's the case. Um, I think they've realised that obviously maybe long-term planning and Daniel Bryan being a title holder might not be the best thing in the world. So let's see where we go with this one. I keep I keep keep saying that, but this this kind of pay-per-view, I don't think you, you're gonna see any major major storylines or major splits or anything like that. But you can certainly see the foundation in them. So I'm hoping for a, a new show's win and to, as I say, cooling down Daniel Bryan to heat him back up again for a future feud. Danny, have you not been watching the last few Money in the Banks? This is like the pay-per-view where all the big stuff happens, where there's title changes, where people turn heel. This is like the show they do it on. Let 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 me let me respond to that. Um, you know what my memory's like, um, and because I don't 
count this as a big show in my own head. This could be for me any backlash, any judgment day, any fucking in your house thirty six. I I don't know. So matches don't tend to stick out. This will come to you when you're older. You'll forget things. So matches don't tend to stick out unless they're on really really big cards. And because I don't subscribe to the notion that this is a big card, because as I say to me, it just blends in with all the others. I couldn't honestly tell you. A great deal of what happened in the last couple of the money's in the bank. Yeah, like like last money in the bank. I'm not like just giving you shit, but the last money in the bank. Oh yeah, um, yeah, you give me you give me shit anyway. They like it. They made they made it like the big takeover weekend. The money, you know, the money in the bank one. I know there's no takeover this year, but they had the takeover the night before. They had Alexa Bliss cashing in money in the bank the year before. I think since the Punk thing, really, this is WWE treat this as like the fourth biggest show. They they do. Pretty much, but um, yeah. Uh, so, Danny, I'm just to be honest with you. Do you know what's depressing me about this Money in the Bank preview? You know, the last Money in the Bank pay per view. Mm. I watched this while I was getting ready to go out, yeah, to watch England versus Tunisia in the opening match <laughs> of the World Cup last year. So it's depressing me a bit that this year. Uh, it's going to be on the same day as Weekend as Charlton versus Doncaster. Um, and the I same day... the Nations League coming up, Tom. Oh, fantastic. Um, yeah, so uh, what should we talk about? Uh, well, what, what else is there? There's Kevin Owens versus Kofi Kingston. Now, I don't really want to go into too much detail about these matches because they pretty much play into the fact of do you know what I mean? Who's going to win the money in the banks? WWE, they're probably going to do a cash-in. So, Danny, if you're having to look at these participants in the men's ladder match, who are you going with? I think it's quite... There's not really a standout for me in it. Uh, who would you go with? If it was me, I'd be looking at Finn Balor or Andrade. However, if you know I like to say, I, th- I honestly think there's... <laughs> I only think there's only one man that's going to win this from a WWE creative point of view. I know what's going here. <laughs> it's, it's Drew McIntyre. Um, dun, 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 it was dun. either going to be Drew McIntyre or Randy Orton. Um, I think they 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 go. I think they're going in as favourites. Who? Drew McIntyre or Randy Orton? What are you laughing about that for? <sighs> what's up with Drew McIntyre? Hey, Drew McIntyre isn't somebody that that I get excited to watch. Danny, um, I thought you was talking about the best heel in the wrestling business, according to Vince McMahon. I thought you was going for Baron Corbin. Can you imagine? They yeah. love Baron Corbin. He's going to win Money in the Bank, cash it in on Seth Rollins, and I can log on to Twitter and watch everyone have a mental breakdown. Bring it on. Mm. No, no. I, I, honestly, I honestly think from the way WWE books things... We're going to be looking at either a Randy Orton win or, or a Drew McIntyre win. Um, McIntyre should <sighs> be doing a sneaky cash in though. He's like a he's not he's not like the whiny bitchy scared heel for me. So I have gone with Danny. I just think do we sometimes do things for a reason? Believe it or not. Now I might be wrong, but this week they randomly removed Braun Strowman from the match to put Sami Zayn into it. And I just mm. thought, mm, that seems a bit strange. So maybe, I don't know, I can imagine Sami Zayn with a briefcase 
Do you know what I mean? Like teasing to cash it in for weeks and Sami Zayn would suit the cowardly heel cash in and hold the title for about a month or something. But we'll see how they actually like see a Seth Rollins Sami Zayn feud. But yeah, so you're going with Orton or McIntyre. I'll go with Zayn or Andrade. I'd love Andrade to win this match. I I would I really would as well. Jesus, this women's match. The lineup for this women's match doesn't look great, Danny. Natalia versus Dana Brooke versus Naomi versus Bailey versus Mandy Rose versus Ember Moon versus Carmella versus Nikki Cross. Who stands out for the win for you there, Danny? Bailey. Um Yeah, so I, I, th- I think from like I really like Ember Moon. Um I still think she's you know this there's things that she's got to build on. Nikki Cross has, you know, been sent in last minute from all accounts from uh, Alexa Bush's injury, so I don't think she's going to have a chance. But again, another uh, another great wrestler to watch. Um, you can't see much outside of Bailey, can you? Um, in terms of someone not who's a good wrestler, but somebody who can challenge for the title. I mean, unless they're going to give uh, Naomi another run around. I, I, I can't really see anyone else that would be able to do it. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go for Bailey on this one. Yeah, I, I'm saying, but I think an outside bet, maybe Mandy Rose, she's the sort that like WWE would like. But, yeah, I think Bailey is going to win this match, and which goes into the other matches. I think Becky will beat Lacey Evans, and then I think Becky will beat Charlotte, and Bailey will turn heel and cash in. I think that could be what might happen. But we will see. We will yeah, see. I've, I think someone's going to cash in. They always do a cash in. Maybe they won't. I think. But... I wonder what what the situation would be there because obviously there's two belts. Um, does she go for um, the Raw and the SmackDown, or is it just you know? It'd be interesting to see. But it, it, that that would tell a good story, to be fair as well. Um, I, you you could see. You could see her fighting Charlotte in the first match, getting injured, maybe like a leg or something else that has been worked on previously. Then fighting Lacey Evans. I could even see them losing, dropping a belt to Lacey Evans, Lacey Evans sauntering out like the Southern Belle that she is, and then um, a cash-in comes down and takes her remaining mm. belt off her. So they, I, I don't know. But... They've just moved Bailey across to SmackDown, so I, I think it'd be more. Like, I think if they didn't do more the cash in, yeah. do it with the Becky Charlotte match because Bailey's more linked with Becky and Charlotte, and then yeah. you can get the two belts off Becky. Becky can go back to being on Raw where they probably wanted to be on. Bailey can be on SmackDown, um, but I suppose a, a Becky Bailey feud it'd be kind of interesting. I think the Becky Lynch Charlotte thing they've done they've done repeatedly now. Yeah. They? It's yeah. time to leave it for a year or two. Who knows what where people will be in a year or two. Have another match at a WrestleMania if you must. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, now, we've talked about pretty much everything on this card. If we've not, well, it can't be that important. Kofi, Kevin Owens, Danny, what, what, what are your thoughts on this one? I think it's transitional. Um, I'm just hoping for a good match out of it. Obviously, I see Kofi retaining. Yeah. Danny, you've just answered the question. What is a feud? It's a transitional feud. <laughs> you know what I'm on about that? I tweeted out 
I said to you that I saw on my cross page. Yeah. Transitional, that's the word that I was looking that's for. What's been, that's what's been killing you, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So for those people who said Vince, you are wrong. <laughs> well, you're not. But anyway, so yeah. So Danny, now I, I was thinking this myself, right? But the SmackDown ratings are really low. Yeah. <laughs> You've had two of the lowest ratings on SmackDown. Yeah. In, in a while. Vince, Kofi Kingston, for whatever reason, doesn't strike me as a Vince McMahon sort of guy. Um, ugh, I wouldn't at all be surprised. I hope they don't, because I like Kofi. I wouldn't at all be surprised if they take the belt off Kofi, put it on Kevin Owens. Can you imagine, Danny, if, uh, if Kofi, yeah? Kofi loses the belt to Kevin Owens, yeah? Kevin Owens is out there celebrating with a belt and Sami Zayn cashes in money in the bank on Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, one thing that will happen if, if he wins, uh, if he beats Kofi, fucking Jim Cornette will lose his shit. He will shit a chicken. The, 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 the uh, reaction of Jim Cornette might just be enough to want me to see Kevin Owens win the title. Um don't get me wrong, I love Cornet. Um, I don't agree with everything he says, probably don't agree with 50% of what he says. However, he says it in an entertaining manner, uh, and that's enough to keep me interested. But yeah, uh, Kevin Owens, I, I'd, I'd like to see a bit of a switch up because I like Kevin Owens as a wrestler, but I can't see it happen. Yeah, well, I just think, I think they're panicking with the ratings, but I think we're going to see a lot yeah. of switches and changes on this show. I don't know. They're just, I don't know, they're going to try and do stuff on this show that will make the ratings higher on Monday and Tuesday. That is going to be the sole purpose, I think, of this pay-per-view. So I don't know what they can do for that. I'm guessing title changes, heel turns. So I think you might see a lot of stuff happening on this pay-per-view purely because we're going into the basketball finals as well. Um, we're right at the end of the basketball season. The ratings are already low. They're going to be doing everything they can to try and get ratings higher over the next month. Because in a month's time, three weeks' time, whatever, the basketball season's done with, the ratings might shoot up a little bit. Um, so I think they're trying to do everything they can to get higher ratings for this month. So, Danny, the what I'm guessing on main event, maybe it won't. This is actually not a bad card on paper. I've sort of cheered myself up about the card, even though I've bitch whined and complained. I'm still not happy about Daniel Bryan being on the pre-show. But even you've sort of given a reason for that, maybe. Still not happy with it. But I want to apologise to Mark Andrews. Um, <laughs> I just thought I feel a bit tight looking at this tin of paint. Um, yeah. So, main event time. We're at the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm guessing this will be the main event. AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. On paper, this could be great. I personally, I'm going to put it out there. I don't think this will be a great match. I no. might be wrong, but I don't think it will. A lot of AJ Styles' big pay-per-view matches recently have let me down. Nakamura, Samoa Joe, uh, even the Finn Balor match, which I think is overrated as shit. From the other year, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I was hugely disappointed in that match, and then to go on Twitter and find out that everyone was raving about it, it was, you know, yeah, uh, I, I think Danny, a match that would be good in New Japan is a match if you then transport it and put it in a WWE ring, people, are like, oh my god, this is great, but WWE fans, you've got to love them. They they just want if they have a good match on their show, it's amazing. It's the best match ever. New Japan can't do this. The T-shirt company can't do this. So WWE fans always over praise their good matches. It was a good match. 
Was it a great match? No. So, Danny, are you excited for this match that we've just built up magnificently? AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Um, honest answer is no. Um, the reason I say that is because I get built. I get built up for these matches between two great performers before, and. F- for me, it just doesn't deliver what I wanted to deliver from my my stylistic point of view and, and what I like as a fan. Doesn't mean it's a bad match. However, I've had situations where I've really got excited about big matches before. And Seth Rollins and AJ Styles, two of the most talented wrestlers in the world. And I, I think we're probably going to head in for a 15 minutes. Stinker to, you know, <laughs> to, to to roll through a storyline. We'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. But I, I I'm not I'm I'm not at all excited about it. I think my bad attitude's rubbing off on you. Um, no, I'm just being honest. I, I what when I said this before, I always go in with low expectations of a non-big four pay per view, and and, and I know I, I know you've corrected me, but. The traditional big four. That's just my mindset. I go in. So hopefully, I, I'm, you know, I'm not an improved wrong, but I, my expectations are, are met or exceeded because that's a, that anywhere else in the world, that's a huge match. It's it's a match that people are going to look forward to. It's a match that people want to see. But here, unfortunately, experience teaches you different, doesn't it? Yeah. Especially if you're into. You know, we we have a very similar style of what we like to see and what we don't like to see. So this is this is why I say it. It, it might for for a mainstream WWE fan who's been a fan of WWE for a long time and maybe doesn't get exposure to other wrestling. It could be a wonderful match, and that's their prerogative. It's their point of view, and I'm not caught. I'm I'm not saying that they're wrong. All I'm saying it's just not for for me. So. I hope it surprises me, and I hope to see the both best of the both these guys. But I don't think I will. Yeah, who who do you think is going to win this classic? Uh, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Yeah, I'm going with Seth. AJ. We don't need AJ with a belt again. Um, yeah, Seth can retain. Baron Corbin cash in. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. So. So that's it. That is the card wrapped up. Danny, we are approaching the end of the show. I've got a long day ahead of me. Um, I will be reviewing Money in the Bank. Hopefully Monday, maybe Tuesday. Hopefully Monday. Danny, I don't when are you are you gonna be able to join me? Yeah, when are you gonna squeeze in the show? A, shouldn't be a problem. Um I'll be watching I'll either be watching live or the next day. Um so I might even treat myself to some um, some some snacks and maybe even some craft beer as well. Um, yeah, so um, get get the show on, get it done, come back, and hopefully we'll come back praising everything that's been done, and then we look forward to a massive weekend of wrestling the following weekend to double or nothing. Yep. So, Danny, I'm gonna and, battle on ahead Best and Fight Club Pro. Oh, yeah, we're at Fight Club Pro on Friday, aren't we? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's going to be a it's long a... weekend. I'm really hoping it's not a warm day. If, we, if we've not got the van that's got aircon in, it's going to be a brutal drive. My van, Danny, honestly, my van, I have been boiling this week driving about in it. <laughs> like, literally, I wouldn't wish it on you. It is going to be brutal. I'm praying. 
I'm praying that my granddad lets me borrow his van with the aircon in for the trip to Fight Club Pro. But if not, we're stuck in my van. Cool but, stuff. Um, yeah, so Money in the Bank coming up this weekend. We will be back. We'll, we'll try and be back Monday, Danny. We'll try and square out. I'm going to be staying up live to watch it. So go on, just stay up live. Treat yourself. <laughs> You're not working the next day, so. No, we'll see what happens. Get treat yourself. Stay up. We'll do it. We'll do a nice little review so, next day. You see, it's it's all right for you with it being a young man saying treat yourself and stay up. When us old fellas hit about half past eleven at night, it's you know get, get, it's game out. Game is over at that point. Um, so unless I prepare myself, so I have a nap during the day, I have a shitload of monster before um, before I do anything. So. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Danny, I was asleep last night, half past 10. It's half past 10, quarter to 11. I woke back up, looked at my phone. It was about 12 o'clock and I had a message off you saying that you was going to try and watch 205 Live. And that was at, like just before midnight or something. So I was, I was at sense about 11 o'clock. All right. When I woke up, it was there and I thought, what the hell? Listen to this. Someone, a customer, Danny, last night. Sorry, I know this is a podcast <laughs> or whatever. A customer last night, right, messaged me. At midnight, at midnight, saying, hi, when are you able to come and clean our windows? You should have turned up 10 minutes later. <laughs> I thought, are you Brushing taking the, the mick? Are you taking the mick? Seriously. I'll be there 10 minutes, love. And then I've got another customer, Danny, right? The one, right, I'm not being funny yet. I've got a very busy, busy round, yeah? So they message me, hi, uh... I already clean loads of houses on this street, yeah. Message me, I am looking for a window cleaner, blah, blah, blah. I agreed a price with them. So I show up to the house. Oh, it looks like it's going to rain today. Can can you come back on, a, on another day? So at this point, I'm thinking, listen, do you not understand? You work around me, not the other way. I offer a monthly service, yeah. People don't not pay their phone bills because, oh, it, it was bad weather. I didn't use my phone much this month, so I'm not paying it. Still pay it. Once you get into a monthly window cleaning service, whether it rains, if the if the windows don't dry properly, I will come back and do it. But the windows will always dry properly in the rain because, believe it or not, it rains water, not mud. So, yeah. So, I do that, Danny, yeah. So, I message him saying, hi, I will be there um, tomorrow to do the windows. Do you know what? They message me back. Go on. We're not available till the 23rd. And I felt like saying, you are not doing me a favour by letting me clean your windows. I am doing you a favour. Do you know what I mean? Flipping heck. I can't yeah. be doing with people. What's up with people? So, I think... Hang on. So just because they're not available, that doesn't mean that the windows aren't available. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. But but the one of these people that... Danny, they live on a really nice estate, yeah? Right. But they don't want to leave the gate unlocked. In case someone breaks in. Listen, if someone's breaking into your back garden, they'll hop over that five-foot gate you've got up, dickheads. But, well, honestly, I, let me take this time to say that, you know, I've always said and I've always gone on about the fact that I've met so many lovely people through wrestling. And I think the dickheads are very few and far between. But in terms of the general public, they are absolute fucking scumbags. Um I've got no time for them. I live. I've put myself in a world where I deal with who I want to deal with. The people I deal with are nice people, and 
I hate the fucking general public. Let's not forget, it was the general public who voted in the Nazi party, and they also made Coldplay multi-millionaires. The fucking public are not to be trusted. And with that, we will see you on Monday for a review of WWE Money in the Bank. Danny, have a great weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Catch you later on down the road there, Dan. See you later.